what an evergreen product is so I thought to myself okay what products are there that I could buy and resell that have really strong and consistent demand and it dawned on me that iPhones people are always buying iPhones and I was selling iPhones in high school actually as well I don't know how much I made then uh, but I said okay I can sell Apple products because Apple is more than just a product it's a brand and people are always upgrading their phones So I figured that's a good place to start. Um, The next thing is that, okay, well, people are always buying iPhones, but how can I take advantage of that? Well, luckily, I've spent a lot of time on different marketplaces, eBay, Craigslist, Facebook, you name it. Um, And so I knew that on Facebook, the sellers there were a little ignorant. They didn't truly know what their phones were really worth because they didn't they weren't in the business of selling phones they just had a phone they said well i'll sell it for 100 bucks you know it's an iphone 5 it's an iphone 6 and they just sold they just picked a number out of the sky based off of what they thought that they could get but given that i spent a lot of time on ebay and you can actually still do this today ebay has a price tracker so what they do is when you actually go to list a phone on ebay they'll give you a direct estimate of what the market value of the phone is based off of um the recent sales history right so 
I, I said, okay, well, if I see somebody selling an iPhone for $100 here, I can literally just go to eBay right now, put in that exact phone model in the exact condition, and get an estimate of what it's truly worth. And if I can go buy that phone right now, I could flip it on eBay almost immediately. Now, the drawback of flipping on eBay is that they take 10%, right? And there's also the 2.9% transaction fees. That's pretty standard if you're using PayPal, Square, you name it. Um, so I said, okay, well, I don't want to sell on eBay. Well, where else are people buying iPhones at market value? It's Craigslist. So I knew that if I took this iPhone and I put it up at market value on Craigslist, I would be able to get some listings. And so it was really, really that simple. But I think that the way of thinking behind it is what the major key is. Not, oh, I just bought an iPhone on Facebook and sold it on Craigslist. It's about exploiting ignorance. And I know that that sounds a little bit harsh, but that's what it actually is. Profits are created from inefficiencies in the market. Think about that for a second. Profits are created from inefficiencies in the market. If you have a completely efficient market where everybody is completely educated, there's not going to be an opportunity for you to really make a killing. Um, I mean, if, for example, everybody knew how to make a really nice, well-designed, streamlined website, people wouldn't be charging millions of dollars for websites. People wouldn't be charging $10,000 for websites, right? They would just make them themselves, right? So that market is inefficient because the, the knowledge and the skill is not distributed equally, right? And so because of that, you're able to take advantage of that inefficiency. You're able to exploit that and make a profit. This doesn't mean take advantage of people. It just means that like, you know, you have to know where you have leverage and, you know, we're playing chess, not checkers. Um, so if you're looking to make some extra dough, I think that flipping things, whether they're, whether it's going to a yard sale and buying items at a discount and then just literally looking up the items in that exact moment on Amazon and on eBay and seeing what they're worth. You know, I think that flipping things, arbitrage is one of the easiest ways to make money and it's timeless and it will continue to exist um, because there's always going to be someone who just wants to get rid of something quickly and there's always going to be someone who will buy it for what it's worth, right? So I think that if you're looking to make some extra dough, the example of the yard sale is something that Gary Vaynerchuk, um, one of my personal uh, business role models, uh, he talks about that a lot. I mean, he's still, he's like, I think he's worth like 180 million or so. And he still goes to yard sales and he still loves finding things and flipping because that's just his DNA. Um, but I think that that opportunity will always exist. What you have to ask yourself is whatever niche that you're in, right? You could go broad and do iPhones or do yard sales, but you can also get really, really focused and say, okay, well, what is it that people are buying and they're always going to be buying, right? Where's the opportunity? And then you got to ask yourself, okay, well, is there a gap in the market somewhere that I can take advantage of? Um, and if you do that effectively, you'll be able to make some money. Um, a couple other things that I did in this process of selling iPhones is that I'd also take advantage of used phones. So what I would do is I'd find phones that were broken, the screens were messed up, and then I built a relationship with someone 
uh, who was really good at fixing up phones and he would do it really quickly. So when somebody's phone is broken, you know, they're completely crushed. Like everybody thinks nobody wants to buy a broken phone. Wrong. You can buy it for parts, fix it up, and then just go ahead and resell it just like it was new. Um, so that's something that I did as well. You know, you got to just take advantage of people's ignorance because everybody is out here. Everybody's kind of thinking like a consumer and very few people are thinking like producers. Like you want to train your eye to identify opportunities. Like I'm the type of person, I love trying to hack new ways to grow businesses so much that like anytime I walk into an establishment, I'm always thinking of like, what can this company be doing better? How can they achieve growth? How can they improve like their go to market? How can they better communicate with consumers? Like what kind of content should they be doing to build their brand? Like I've just trained my brain to think about those kinds of things. And I think that like if you're looking to make some extra dough, you have to train your brain to identify opportunities. Um, so I think that that wraps it up. Um, when it comes down to making some extra money, you want to train your brain to find opportunities. You want to find a product that's going to be in consistent demand. And you can take advantages of trends too and make a quick buck as long as you know that, hey, this is going to be a quick buck and not a long-term thing, and you hedge your risk accordingly. Um, and I think the biggest thing is arbitrage. Again, exploiting ignorance in the market. Profit is made as a result of inefficiencies. So if you're looking to make some extra dough, I highly recommend you go to a yard sale, um, you watch a couple YouTube videos and see how people are flipping. I mean, you can flip cars. That's a great market as well, where like, you know, if you know cars really well, you could actually make a killing doing that. Um, sneakers, you can still flip sneakers, although the market is much more saturated and the culture isn't the same, so it's a little bit harder. Um, you can flip designer clothes. I have a friend who did that on, I think it was Grailed. Um, he's really passionate about like high-end luxury designer stuff. So he would find these really rare pieces that, you know, and he has really good taste in fashion too. So he'd find these really rare pieces and, you know, buy them at a discount because he had some relationships with some people at different stores. And then he would just turn around and sell another profit. Um, so there's a ton of things. I mean, money is everywhere. There's no shortage of it, guys. So if you're looking for a way to make some extra dough, I'm telling you, you know, just just take a step back and look at what do I know about, you know, because when you have product knowledge, when you when you have expertise, um, it's a lot easier. Uh, and I feel like, you know, just starting there, but like, don't overthink it at the same time, right? Like just get started where you are with what you have. And even if you make $50 on your first one, $100 on your next one, just trust the process. Like it's kind of what I talked about in my previous episode, dream big, but start small, right? Dream big, but get small wins. So that's it guys. Um, hopefully this is helpful to someone who's looking to bring in some extra dodo for show show. Um, I'll make some episodes uh, about how I made some money flipping sneakers because I think that one is a little bit interesting as well. Um, it's actually so crazy. I have some crazy stories of how I've been able to like flip stuff. Um, and yeah, we're, we're gonna keep these coming. So I got a couple suggestions on Instagram. Thank you guys for those. Uh, I will be making episodes in conjunction. Uh, some of the ones were just like the story of my fashion company that I ran. How I got into like web development and freelancing and also how to balance working in tech and being an entrepreneur so really interesting topics here I have a ton of content in the archives as well that I'll be sharing with you guys so thank you so much for listening be well and 
go get your money go get you some money today <laughs> i know you guys know that plies that plies video <laughs> get you some you mad <laughs> don't be mad get glad and get paid <laughs> all right guys malik is signing off wishing you peace and blessings and a wonderful life let's crush it today later <laughs> Thank you.